Radical. Welcome to this week's episode of the Print on Demand cast. Each week, join the gnarly Travis and Josiah as they provide insight into the print on demand industry and equip you with the totally tubular tools, advice, and strategies you need to achieve success and hopefully have a few laughs along the way. Now on to this week's totally tubular show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Print On Demand cast. A uh, Well, it's not a first in history, but it is kind of. We'll claim it. Uh, Travis and I are recording literally a room away. He is in the room on the other side of that door, if you're watching on video. And uh, I am in the room on the other side of that door frame, too, mm-hmm. which is a little redundant. But here we are, print on demand cast. Uh, I don't have to ask you how your day went because I was a part of it. Yeah, <laughs> it, I, it was a day. We'll just it say was that. a day. I feel like, you know, the curtain has been pulled back after last week's episode and we revealed that, you know, you're now working here. Um, yeah. But at the same time, the whole transition to bring over you know, your former company's clients yeah. and all yeah. of the production that you guys were doing over there and twisting it and changing it into our workflow has been challenging. Man, it has oh. been rough. It's been a yeah. rough day. Today is Tuesday as we record, but it feels like a Monday, it felt like mm-hmm. back-to-back Mondays. And, and I uh, don't think tomorrow's going to feel any different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I was talking to my wife and or Madeline, you, you know, listeners know who she is. So Madeline, I uh, was like, hey, could you do, she wanted me to do some like work related stuff when I got home from this. And I was like, no, I've had a long day. And the last <laughs> thing I want to do is is think about work more. So I'm, I'm literally like, the answer is, is a hard no. I love you, but. <laughs> I'm putting my foot down, which uh, usually doesn't mean much of anything in, in a marriage. <laughs> just, uh, so I'll let you guys know next week if I end up doing work stuff when I, when I got home from this episode. Um, but uh, this episode is is uh, going to be, I think, a lot of fun. We interviewed yeah. uh, Juna Duncan uh, for this week's episode. And so... Travis, tell the listeners, you know, a little bit about Jenna, how you know of him. And uh, we just recorded the interview. So what are you looking forward to our listeners hearing uh, this week? Yeah, I, I think um, you know, a lot of you might already know Duna if you're in the print-on-demand space and you like watch YouTube because he's got a massive YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, Detour Shirts is his brand, and um, he's got a big Instagram, big YouTube, um, and he does a lot of things in the community. Really, really kind, nice guy. Um, literally lives just on the other sides of the mountains from us in Utah. So yeah, um, that was kind of cool. I think what I'm excited for our listeners to hear is just um, he has there's just a lot of tips and kind of golden nuggets all the way through the entire um, the entire podcast. And so I think it's going to be cool just for them to hear some of that stuff, some of those tips. And then I also think that it's going to be very cool for them to hear Juna's dad joke. What do you say? Oh, yes. See, we're not going to go to a little bit of a mix up. Keep you on your toes, you fellow <laughs> listener. Uh, but anyway, usually we do the dad, the dad joke before the main event. But this week, the dad joke is contained in the main event. So it's a little bit oh, of inception. inception of sorts. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm glad that that's exactly where both of our minds went. Uh, I feel so we talked about Grace last week. She's she works. And I feel like I'm going to talk about Grace uh, <laughs> from, from time to time. Uh, she never listens to the podcast, but I'm sure she'll hear secondhand from Aunt Jackie. Mm-hmm. <sighs> or Uncle Mike. Call, calling you both out. Uncle Mike <laughs> and Aunt Jackie. Uh, trying to start drama. Anyway, uh, I, I had told her, you know, Travis and I are very alike in a lot of uh, similar and dysfunctional ways. And uh, right. we're, the, the goal is for you listening so you guys can can post and ask for updates as to if Grace has done an air guitar solo yet that is the goal (laughs) for 2022 we play music here in the shop and travis and i are very animated uh Mm -hmm. and very extroverted uh personalities and grace is the opposite of those things but yes 
we 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 provide the in-shop entertainment basically is what we're saying so uh <laughs> that is going to be awesome for you guys to hear this week's dad joke uh additional dad joke from juna as well mm-hmm. uh, i'm excited for the interview man i think juna is just really 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 friendly uh you can tell he just wants to help you can tell that he wants people to succeed even after we talked to him uh we talked to him after the interview was done he was very yeah. encouraging very mm-hmm. like hey man this is your year 2022 is going to be it for the print on demand cast. So it was really, really cool to talk to him. He's very encouraging. So I'm sure, sure. Uh, yeah. our listeners will, uh, will, will get some of that about as well. It'll be, it'll be contagious. So uh, with that, we're going to go to this week's main event. Main event. Who's calling? All right, Travis, this week we have an interview with Juna Duncan, and I'm super excited to have him on the show. For those of you listening, just a little bit about Juna before we bring him on. Uh, Juna Duncan is a trained graphic designer with over 20 years of experience. He's done a little bit of everything, ads, website, mobile design, digital vector art, scrapbooking, prints and patterns, and much more. In May of 2005, he started his first print-on-demand shop with Cafe Press, and his life has never been the same. In 2017, Juno got into merch by Amazon and started an Instagram channel, Detour Shorts. And shirt, short, not shorts, <laughs> Detour Shirts. It is unexpectedly a tongue twister. He started his YouTube channel of the same name a couple years later in 2019. Both Instagram and YouTube are places where he has where he gives tips to others to design and sell shirts online. His Instagram has over 30,000 followers and his YouTube has over 46,000. I feel like there's something we can learn from him mm-hmm. uh, on how to grow a following. Uh, the response has been incredible. Now, he still has a nine to five job and does all the other stuff in his spare time. He hopes to keep growing this so this can be his full time job. So it is an honor and a pleasure to welcome Juna Duncan to the print on demand cast. Juna, thank hey! you. So much <laughs> for coming onto the show, taking time out of your schedule to, yeah. to chat with Travis and I. Welcome. Of course. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thanks for yeah, having man. me on here. Yeah. This is yeah. Cool. It's been a long time coming. We've, I've seen, you know, you online a lot. I've seen, um, I know you and RJ kind of, mm-hmm. um, you know, go back and forth every once in a while. And RJ's obviously yeah. been on the show and s- several other people. Uh, we kind of run in the same circles. We've never really connected. Um, but it's, it's really great to have you on here. You, you're kind of, one of the uh, OG POD guys. So uh, welcome to the Print on Demand cast, man. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having this platform for for doing this, talking POD. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Of, of course. Now, now we usually do. We talk to you about this prior. Uh-huh. So for those listening, we're not springing this on Juna. But everyone <laughs> listening knows that we do a, a weekly dad joke. So we've decided to include Juna on this. Not only are we going to give I'm you a dad. weekly dad joke. That's right. Yeah. So he had any joke technically he says is a dad joke. Same with Travis <laughs> because they are fathers. So in and of themselves, everything's a dad joke. But uh, we're going to give you a dad joke. And then June is okay. going to give you one of his dad jokes, which is going to be yep. super exciting. So everybody knows it's time for this week's weekly dad jokes. Time for the weekly dad joke. Nice. All right. So, uh, <clears throat> Travis, Juna, do you yep. know what you call a bedpan in Russia? Ooh, politically charged oh. joke, no doubt. Yeah, it is, oh. it is timely. Yes. It's timely. Cool. No, what do you call a bedpan in I Russia? Think... You call it a poo tin. <laughs> and that's this <laughs> week's <laughs> weekly dad joke, which is akin to what I feel about that particular individual. So it all works out. <laughs> <laughs> um, <so. laughs> okay, Juna. Perfect timing. Yeah, exactly. All right, Juna, hit us with your dad joke this week. So I actually have a dad joke book. So <laughs> nice. we, we need that. We need to make our own, actually. Yeah. KDP, that thing. Yeah. Okay. Some people have trouble sleeping, but I can do it with my eyes closed. Hey. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, fantastic. So there you go, folks. Two for the price of one admission is free. So I guess two for free. You're welcome. Nice. That's what I'm trying to say to all of you uh, that are listening. Uh, so yeah, awesome. So in the in the um, intro there, Juno, we talked. You you mentioned um, in 2005 you first mm-hmm. uh, kind of ventured into print on demand using Cafe Press. Absolutely. So tell us what led up to that moment in May of 2005 where you decided to kind of take the plunge into the world of print on demand. 
Yeah, so I always love doing t-shirts. I've been doing it since I was a teenager. I, I remember drawing stuff on pencil and paper in my room, yeah. just like this would be a cool t-shirt. I actually got um, to make one, like printed one for um, a local group that, was, that I was in, um, youth group. And so we, we had uh, t-shirts made and it was awesome. And then, um, so I've been doing that throughout my life. But in 2005, I was uh, in a in a business with my uh, business partner, just both of us worked at the Yellow Pages at the time and we wanted some side income. And so mm -hmm. we did um, a business for websites. So we we're putting together websites. It was big at the mm -hmm. time, right? People love um, coding websites and having websites for their their businesses, but mm -hmm. that wasn't going so well. And so my business partner found that some people were doing print on demand on the side. And so we decided to do this um, for our business. It was 2005. And the first one we did, this date is May 5th, 2005. So Cinco de Mayo was the day <laughs> nice. we did it. And we uploaded, uh, I, I think the first one we did is we had a, we were always eating ramen. And so we took it out of the package and scanned it in our scanner. And we uploaded that um, picture, <laughs> that ramen picture as a t-shirt, just, just to proof of concept, right? Because mm -hmm. we didn't know what to upload at the time. And so we put it on a t-shirt and we uploaded and that was our first one. And it was like, it Incredible. took off after that. I had so many ideas because I've been doing t-shirts and stuff. And so I ran with it. He was still doing the website. And so eventually I just kind of took over the t-shirt side of the business and he mm -hmm. did the website side of the business. And um, eventually we kind of split ways and I just started doing more of the t-shirt stuff and he did his and that's, that's how it went. Never looked wow. back. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So do you have one of those, um, ramen t-shirts somewhere? I don't, I wish I bought up. one, but it's still on, it's still on cafe press, I think. So we could go find I, I one. I think so. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. I still have an account with Cafe Press from 2005. And you can see it wow. says Cinco de Mayo 2005 when I first entered. So it's pretty cool. Well, so how many, I mean, speaking of Cafe Press, obviously I know you're yeah. on Merch by Amazon because we've talked about mm -hmm. that. Um, but how many different channels are you selling on? And are they all yeah. like royalty based or are you doing mm -hmm. any like seller of record type of uh, channels like Etsy, no, or Amazon? you know, like the seller central side or anything like that. Yeah. I tried seller central. I didn't do so well. Um, I got in, I tried Etsy. It was a, it was tough for me because it's a, I was used to, to the, I came from the cafe press model, right. Which is very mm -hmm. similar to merch by Amazon where they do everything for you and you just get a cut of the, you know, percentage of how much the shirt's selling for. So uh, I'm on cafe press. I went to, after cafe press, we, we found Zazzle went to Spreadshirt. Mm -hmm. These are all the OG ones. Yeah. Um, and then um, I got onto Threadless. I don't know. I think the order is kind of off, but I'm on Threadless. I'm on Society6, Designed by Humans, um, and mm -hmm. Public, Redbubble, of course, and Merch by Amazon. I think those are my top ones right now. I could have started some other ones that aren't just aren't doing so well, but those are, those are the main ones. Um, what? I had an Etsy account. Oh, sorry. But I, I stopped the Etsy, so I'm not doing Etsy currently. Okay. I was just curious, like, would you um, – do you have, like, kind of a rank on – like, if you were advising somebody that was just getting into it, and, um, I mean, we're going to get lots of advice for you <clears throat> from you yeah. today. But, like, if you said, hey, start with this and then maybe move on to this after you've seen some success, how would you rank those different if, platforms that you're on right if now? If you can get on – if you can get on Merch by Amazon, no question – but the, okay. the hard part is getting onto it. And so a lot of people have to wait for that. I would say Merch by Amazon is the best for me, at least, because I understand and, and uh, how it works. And you can actually look. I think it's one of the very few, if not the only, print-on-demand site where you can actually see what is selling by the bestseller rank. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of other print-on-demand shops um, – will say these are top selling or these are selling, but you don't know how much they're doing. I mean, on Etsy, you can kind of look at how many sales a shop has. Overall, or reviews and, and, and yeah, reviews on that and particular stuff, item. Yeah, That's kind of like, you know, you have to kind of guess with that. Um, so I would say Merch by Amazon, if you can get on it. And then Redbubble and Public, just because they have a lot more traffic and they're free to join. So it's like zero down, right? 
Mm-hmm. Etsy, Etsy is great, and it, I did get a lot of traffic, but there's a lot of extra stuff that goes along with Etsy that if you're not used to, to it, like I wasn't used to trying to, you know, the ads for one thing, and, and you get, really got to talk to your customers because a lot of that is kind of behind um, the wall, so to speak, for, you know, Merch by Amazon and Redbubble. You don't really have to uh, interact with your customers, but Etsy, you kind of do if you want to make that grow you kind of have to answer the messages and all that kind of mm-hmm. custom stuff and all of that so um, right you know so i would say uh, to answer your question merch by amazon if you can get on it if not red bubble t public to start okay yeah <clears throat> and where are you as far as merch by amazon what tier are you I'm at tier and 100k oh wow hundred thousand. yeah how many wow. how many live listings or how many live products do you have right now then I have, or is, I guess it's by design right, right now, isn't it? It's by design now. Yeah. So they, they kind of, there's a two kind of thing. They, they have how many des- live designs you have. I have over 10,300 or something like that. And then mm-hmm. they go by product as well. So I have over 230,000 products or something like that. But you wow. can have up to 100,000 designs on I all can. of their products. And all of their products. So you can, so if I maxed out, on the which i don't know if i'll ever be able to do that but if i maxed out a hundred thousand products translate that to i mean hundred thousand designs i could literally get a million products that's what they said you know the because i think there's like 60 or more products per so it's just like six million products or something ridiculous like that so yeah yeah but they limit you every day to how many you can upload yeah so i can upload ten thousand a day I can 10,000 10, products, uh, right? 10,000, no, I can upload, yeah, 10,000 uploads. I get 10,000 uploads a day. You're right. Okay. Yeah, so it's okay. products. Yeah. So Which it's kind still, of take, it'd take I, you a while to get to 6 million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to take me forever. I'm, I'm going to need yeah. some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, um, we, I told you we were going to try to get some some knowledge out of you, some yeah, uh, let's do it. Some some uh, you know some tips and tricks, but I, yeah. I want to start with like, what's something that you learned about um, on Merch by Amazon, like the hard way? You didn't know it, yeah. and then something happened, and uh, you learned about it the hard way. <laughs> so with Cafe Press, so when I thought, I thought well, two things that come to mind first. Um, when I went into Merch by Amazon, I thought I'd just take all my designs from Cafe Press and just put it on sure. Merch by Amazon, right? Because I, mm-hmm. I was on Cafe Press since 2005. I had thousands of uh, designs already by that point. So my plan was just to take and put it on. And guess what? That didn't actually work. So there's a different <laughs> audience for each print on the oh, man okay. side, which I have to learn the hard way because mm. my stuff that sold my top selling stuff on cafe press didn't necessarily um, make it on or sell well on Amazon. And so I had to look up uh, one thing that I keep telling a lot of people is, you know, on Amazon, you can really see that's one thing that's really cool. You can see what's selling and you can use the autocomplete on Amazon and see what's trending or what, what the autocomplete says. Yeah. That means that's what people are looking for. You can look at the results, like look at those, that data, so that's something that I didn't do before with all the other print-on-demand sites because there wasn't really a way to do that. And so by listening, uh, when I first started Merch by Amazon, there were people like RJ, like you mentioned, and other people that were doing it already, that were doing videos and stuff. And so I watched them on YouTube and they're like, no, you do this and do this and do this. And so I learned so much that way. So mm-hmm. those are the kinds of things that I didn't know before going in and it really helped take off. So now that I know what people want to buy, I design for that. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's interesting that there is a different, cause I think, I think a lot of people would just think that designs across yeah. the board work on Redbubble or, mm-hmm. or cafe press or merch by Amazon. So yeah. to know that there's probably a different, audience that will different things will hit better maybe more specific yeah. stuff or I mean, who knows but yeah that's an interesting mm-hmm. thought that i don't think i would have necessarily thought of either because i would have been like you like i'm just hey i have all of these assets i'm just gonna throw yeah. them on whatever i can that's what I my thought. amazon and hope that yeah. it works out yeah yeah and it didn't but 
I learn. Yeah. It's cool. And I would say like the, the algorithms are probably different too. So what ranks maybe in, in Amazon may not rank in cafe press and vice versa or Absolutely. threadless yeah. or any of those other, yeah. cause they all have their own algorithms that they're using and they're all basically yeah. just search engines. Yeah. And it's even style too. Like Redbubble hmm. style is just a little bit different. They're looking for more hand-drawn artistic kind of stuff. Right. And oh, okay. Amazon, I think the style is more like something you'd find at Walmart or, or those kinds of things, big bolder sure. text and, and that kind of stuff. So just even even down to the style, not not necessarily just the topic, but a design hmm. style too. Yeah. Do you have any shirts that, um, and I'm, I'm assuming most of the things you're doing are shirts. I'm sure you have some other yep. products, but the bulk yep. of your sales is shirts. So I'm just assuming that. Definitely shirts. I'm wondering, yep. do, you, do you have like some... Um, some designs that have been winners on multiple platforms that kind of break the yeah. rules. Did the, so did the ramen translate well? That one does really well on Merch by Amazon. Uh, it, does, awesome. it, does pretty, it does pretty well. So that's why I put it up there. It's like my it's something that I I didn't know was going to take off. I kind of came up, came up with the idea after, you know, doing some research and stuff and like, hey, I'm going to, sure. I noticed some people, I don't know if you saw the, know of the shirt or the the company pugly p-u-g-l-i-e i kind of got the idea from there this it's this pug the hand-drawn pug you see it all over the internet oh yeah and it's always in the costume of something else right so it's this pug dressed up as a sandwich or as a pizza or as a like whatever and okay, i was like yeah. wow. man if they can do it with pugs i want to do an animal doing something i don't want to copy the exact thing but Maybe if I do a animal eating different food. So I started with this one. I have <laughs> I have this corgi eating ramen, and then he's eating pizza, and then he's eating like I love food, so it, it made sense. And so <laughs> it, it it took off, and this one took off really. It's still one of my top sellers on Merch by Amazon wow. and Redbubble and other places. So yeah, that's awesome. Lots really of cool. corgi lovers. Got, yeah, love food. I picked the right <laughs> one. I got lucky, but it also <laughs> took off on Threadless. And Threadless mm. put it in a box lunch, the, the oh, actual wow. store box that's lunch. That's awesome. So that's why I bought this shirt from. This shirt right here isn't from Merch by Amazon. I bought <laughs> it. I went to the that's mall incredible. and got it from box lunch and put it up there. Oh, wow. So, yeah. That is yeah, incredible. Cool. That's yeah, that's phenomenal. Well, congrats. Yeah, that's, that's cool. I, Congratulations on I that. I thought that's, it was incredible, too. That's, that's quite, why I'm like, this is going on my I, wall. This is a I would have. <laughs> I would have done the same thing. I would have signed it. Yeah. By, from myself to myself. And <laughs> my I was thinking about it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I already got a signed uh, shirt up here. So this is, that's a cool one. Oh, awesome. Is that Can yours? That? We have to go. So, yeah. Back. So I, yeah. So I did this t-shirt on cafe press. Remember the show lost? Yeah. Yeah. So, the, so there was a contest. Um, I didn't tell this uh, to any of my, I, I'm going to do a video about this one day, but you're the first exclusive. So um, hey, we got a scoop. <laughs> this is a scoop. So this shirt here is signed by twenty of the cast members of Lost. So, oh, wow. Um, yeah, it's it's very very rare. Um, on Cafe Press, they had a contest: who can design the best Lost T-shirt? And so I won. I won the wow. Holy crap. T-shirt contest. Yeah. So they they sent it to. It was printed by Cafe Press. They gave me this T-shirt signed the full season of lost on dvd at the time and mm-hmm. oh man it was and I, I think a gift card for 250 dollars some something like that wow so yeah wow. so that's that goes amazing. on the wall too yeah that's very cool yeah, yeah right, dude. So. congratulations my yeah, my wife Sawyer made me she she made me suffer through all nine seasons of lost i oh, it man, was the show that I, I loved to hate it was yeah. like every time i was like okay now they're going to finally tell us something and they never did, and they would always never leave did. you with more questions than you had answers. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Brutal. and then the ending, the it was like, oh, and I can't, I'm not going to spoil it, even though it's, what is it? I've heard, now? yeah, it's yeah. I've, I've, I've never, I've never gotten into that show because <laughs> everyone that I talk to has that same mm-hmm. uh, reaction to as well. They should. Like, man, I, you know, either I love to hate it or, man, I loved it. And then, the ending completely made me want to just worse ending the of the show. <laughs> so I've, I've avoided committing, committing my time. So smart, smart Thank man. You. Thank you. <laughs> I win. <laughs> <You won. laughs> That's funny. 
So, cool so Juna, tell us, tell yeah. us, um, I know you're a graphic artist, but do you have like, mm -hmm. like, obviously that's a great skill to have if you're going to be a uh -huh. print on demand, you know, in print on demand, but there's, mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of other skills that are required or, or, or needed that can help you along your, um, mm -hmm. you know, you're in your business and just along the road as you're yeah. trying to build that business. What are some things that make you uniquely qualified to be in print on demand? It could be schooling or just kind yeah. of maybe you have a really good idea of what SEO is, or I'm just curious if there's some things that you can identify as skills that help. Yeah. You. Yeah. Good, good question. I think because I have a love for designing t-shirts, like I designed t-shirts before print on demand, right? I would, I was drawing t-shirt designs in my spare time, even before I got paid. Like I would do this. Sure. Even if, even if my um, money was cut in half or a fourth, like, so in the beginning, I didn't. I really didn't make that much money. I was just doing it because it was a nice side outlet for my art. And I'm like, oh, I love doing this. Uh, here's another one. You know, just throw it up there. Um, so that having a love for it and knowing uh, how to do it is great. I think the other thing people have to have is kind of like patience. Like I think a mm. lot of people see like have the what is that shiny object syndrome. And they oh, want to yeah. go after go after the money yes. and stuff. Like if <laughs> yeah. that's if that's Guilty. what you want to do, you're it's going to be a tough road because in the beginning it's it's really hard. Like you yeah. don't you don't see the payoff for months, sometimes years, and mm -hmm. unless you really love doing it anyway, um, and not looking at the money and just doing it because you you like doing it and yeah. want to do it, 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 it's a tough one. So patience, consistency having a love for it the, the design thing skill you can learn um i i think i have an eye for a design t-shirt design because mm -hmm. i've been doing it for so long i can look at a t-shirt and say hey that's a good one or that's not i, I think mm -hmm. a lot of people who start and don't have that eye have a really hard time because i get this a lot hey my shirt my shirts i think are really good can you look at my um <laughs> portfolio and look at my shop tell me what i'm doing wrong like if you don't know if your t-shirts are doing are good or not good, that that's gonna be hard, right? Because you're just putting yeah. in t-shirts and you're just like, I think it is. I don't know what a good t-shirt looks like, but I think this is a good t-shirt. Mm -hmm. Like you gotta really study that and know like this right here, good t-shirt. This right here, that that needs some work, right? So that. Mm -hmm. that's a real. I think that helps me a lot. Do you think that's directly um, like part of your graphics art training? Or is it just because yeah. just you've freaking designed so many shirts that you've just seen so many things that it's just kind of a byproduct of that? Yeah, I think it's both. I okay. think it's both. I, I think it's because I like art and mm -hmm. because I love T-shirts, I can recognize it now. I've, I've loved T-shirts since I was, you know, middle school, a very young age. I remember going to sure. the mall and looking at T-shirts and like, oh, that T-shirt's awesome. Oh, this one's really cool, you know. So I, I kind of grew up with knowing what I like and what, and seeing the styles change over time. And like, yeah, that's a really good t-shirt. And and that's kind of, I don't know if that's what started me liking art or if I like art first and then went into it, like they're all around the same time. And so I, I, I loved art and t-shirts at a very young age and it kind of, that's how my trajectory went. So, yeah. Yeah. I know like the last probably, I don't know, five or 10 years since print on demand's really kind of come into the forefront of like um, uh, businesses that kind of the, the everyday Joe can start from yeah. their home. Um, yeah, T-shirts yeah. have been like in the public eye, like way more than they were maybe in the nineties or, you know what I mean? Everybody's wearing like yeah. button up and a lot of things like that, but T-shirts have really taken off. Um, oh yeah. Have you, you've, you've probably seen like, a million trends is there anything mm -hmm. that's trending right now and in, in like stylistically that you're seeing that um, yeah. maybe our listeners want to take a look at yeah that's a great question i you know the vintage stuff is still here like mm -hmm. vintage sunset vintage rainbows like, rainbows mm -hmm. have been taking off a lot more than they did last year i think uh, mm -hmm. this year at least late last year coming into this year i see a lot of more more rainbow like not just rainbow like hand-drawn kind of rainbow you know like the doodle rainbow with the different colors mm. and things inside of the rainbow so look up that that 
that's a big trend that I'm seeing right now. Mm. Um, so it's not just not just your basic rainbow, right? You, you, yeah. You'll see it on Merch by Amazon. At, at least this is for Merch by Amazon. Like I said, for every different POD site, there's going to be like a different trend or different thing that's sure. catching vintage stuff. Vintage art on Redbubble, I think, is still pretty pretty huge. If you can draw kind of with that vintage twist, you've probably seen a lot of those as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The mashups, mashups are always good puns are always yeah. those things are timeless um yeah so if you can if you can do a good thing like that but the vintage rough color kind of like the distressed texture yeah. mm-hmm. that thing's like that's been going on for a while and i don't think that's going to stop that's going to at least on merch by amazon that's like a staple like put that texture wow. on on everything yeah. and you can you know so like yeah. a big wider wider group of audience so we yeah just it. i oh go ahead josiah no no go ahead you you go I was just going to say we um, we were just on I or at ISS in Long Beach, and oh, nice. um, one of the like and just visiting a lot of the apparel um, companies. And one of the things that I noticed that all of these new colors that they're coming out with, they're all like kind of like um, muted colors are very mm-hmm. very they're you know like a sand or a, you yeah. know a, a an army green, you know, kind natural. of muted army green. Yeah. more natural colors, um, some pastels, but even muted pastels, yeah. not necessarily the bright, bright. Um, mm-hmm. but even then they were still introducing some of the bright, bright, but I mean, I, I, I don't know if there's, um, something to that, that kind of, you can marry kind of some of those muted colors with some of those vintage looks, you know, and, yeah, and, and really kind of hit. Yeah. They really do match. And it seems like yeah. there's something going on, not just with the design trends, but even like yeah. the color choices, the palettes that we're using to put our designs on, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You see it. I, it, it, it hits merch by Amazon a little later than like the general public. So you're going to see like, if you went to like target or something like that, it, it might trend down back to, to yeah. merch by Amazon. But yeah, those, uh, those colors, those moody colors are, are great. Uh, you see them in the cottage core. I think I talked about this in one of my videos, the, the cottage core design style, with the, the frogs mm. and the um, mushrooms and things that they usually have a little more muted colors. They're not so super yeah. bright, right? Mm-hmm. Garden yeah. stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So when you're when you're talking about you know the rainbows that are hand drawn and the things that are yeah. trending and the doodle my, stuff, yeah, yeah, the doodle stuff. My question is to you: like, what are some of the tools that you use to find what's trending? Are there softwares that you use? Is it just your mm-hmm. own research? And then beyond that as well, as far as making designs, what tools do you use specifically for POD from the research to actually bringing the design to life? Yeah. So for research, I keep it really simple. I actually don't like, I try out different things, but I still mm-hmm. go back to um, DS Amazon quick view. Like I tell all my um, hmm. followers, it's free. Like you can go mm-hmm. on Amazon and, you know, type in a thing in the autocomplete and then look it up and look at the BSRs. I, I use BSRs a lot to, right. to just try to gauge what's selling and what's hot. And, you know, um, I do use pretty merch. I have that. I love the, the new feature, the the research tool where you can just see it all in a row. Like I, I've said that on my video too. I don't use it all the time, but it's nice to go in there and just kind of click on that research. And then it tells you like the top 10, top 100. It does it in order, you know, by BSR of Merch by Amazon. Um, I've tried Merch Informer. I haven't done it recently. Uh, I do have that Merch Informer as well. Sometimes if I get stuck and don't know what, the Merch Informer is a night, has a different way to look at stuff. So you can, um, go in there and type mm-hmm. in some keywords and stuff like that. I know there's so many other oh, yeah. um, things out there. I, I personally don't use them, but I, I would love to try them. I know there's productor out there. I don't want to leave anybody out merch items and all of that, but I, I <laughs> personally don't use them. Um, not to say that they're bad. I just, you know, I only have so much time to, to try. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah. Affinity Designer is my app of choice. I've oh, been yeah. getting into to Canva lately though, because of mm. the videos that I'm, I'm doing, I'm like, Hey, let me try this on Canva. And so much graphics on there. I know it's crazy. It's unreal how much and, and for free too. A lot of them are free. There's a majority of them that's for the pro. And I'm like, I don't want to use pro right now, but after looking at how many graphics there are, I'm like, man, maybe I do go pro and save me some time from drawing. Cause I I draw a lot of my stuff. I drew this 
you know, those things by hand. Mm -hmm. Um, and that, that can take a long time. Oh yeah, for sure. No, we, we, um, we use Canva pro, um, nice a lot. And, and it's, I think it's like a hundred bucks a year or something yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. I can it's make not that expensive. Yeah. yeah. And the cool thing about pro is that you can export everything with the transparent PNG background, yeah. you know, know, which you kind of have to have if you're doing POD or right. it makes it more difficult because then you got to export it and then remove the background yeah. in another tool. It's just yeah. easier to have it all kind of in one tool. Totally. Um, but yeah, I, I love Canva. And then, you have access to so many design elements and they're all, it's all, I think it's all commercial. Like you can use it all commercially, which yeah. is obviously what we need as, as mm-hmm. POD sellers. But we've, we've yeah. used that a lot. We obviously also use, uh, we use Photoshop um, and nice. Illustrator depending on what it's, what it yeah. you know, is doing um, or what we're doing with it. If it's like a text-based design, it's usually like a Photoshop because that that's mm-hmm. just easier. And then we have some designers that we've, contracted with like vir- virtual assistant designers that does do a lot of nice. um, uh, things for us. So for that's our in-house, awesome. in-house stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. But Canva, man, yeah. that's, that's a nugget. That's a gold nugget. I know it is. It's, it's a lot of people, have, you know, have been talking about it lately and I think it's, there's a good reason they're talking about that. Yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. Cause I've been, I've been going this far. It wasn't until a couple months ago that I started doing Canva because people on my channel have been asking Hey, I don't have Affinity Designer, but I use Canva. I'm like, okay, I'll check it. I'll see what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Everybody keeps talking about this Canva. I get ads on YouTube for Canva. Let me try it. And I was blown away. Yeah. Like there's some things that you still can't do. I wish they put yeah. a pen tool in there or something like that. But um, but for free, man, or or for even that. An on, online. Yeah, an online. online. Everything's it's always with done you. online. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's beautiful. I've made, I've made over... I would say over 20 designs already, and I've only been using it for a couple months. I've made over wow. 20 designs with Canva, and they, they turned out pretty good. And I agree with you with the transparency, because if you're using like one of those distress fonts, mm-hmm. that's a pain to take out the background. Oh, on that. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Forget that. So, yeah. 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 That's awesome. Uh, go ahead, Josiah. Let's ask him one more question, and we'll get into the magic questions. Yeah, let's do that. Magic questions. Um, so yeah, uh, I, there's a lot of our listeners uh, that are that are starting out in Merch by Amazon or maybe have okay. been in Merch by Amazon for a little bit. Uh, yeah. the, I think that the majority of our audience is probably the people who are using the Red Bubbles and those kinds of places to outsource mm-hmm. production um, mm-hmm. like Merch by Amazon. So for those listeners that are stuck in that purgatory of tier 10 or 25, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what That's are rough. a couple of tips that you have for those listeners that might help them kind of break through that, you know, proverbial glass ceiling as it were? Yeah. Do your research. Like a lot of people get on Merch by Amazon and they forgot to do the research. They, they're like me back in the day where I just think that whatever sells on Cafe Press, mm. I put it on there and hope for a sale. Mm. That's not, yeah. that's not good use of the data, right? Yeah. Go, go and um, figure out what is selling it could be trends, it could be holiday trends, it could be evergreens, whatever. But you need to know what's selling on Amazon. Give yourself the best chance of making a sale, right? Yeah. And and with that, giving yourself a best chance, look at the competition. It's a competition. You're on page. If you get on page one, hopefully, look at everything else on page one. And is your design better than the other design out there? It gives people a reason to pick your design over somebody else's. If you're just right. copying somebody else's design, they're going to pick mm-hmm. the one that has the lower BSR or, you know, whatever that has yeah. Amazon choice on it. They're not going to pick yours if yours is kind of similar. So make sure <laughs> that there's a reason that yours is standing out. Make sure that people want to buy yours. That comes with research. Don't just, you know, throw anything up there and hope that it works. Give yourself the best chance. That could mean color is making it stand out using the right graphics. That could mean mm-hmm. lowering the price, whatever it is. So, yeah, give yourself the best chance and do the research. I have, I have one more question because I, yeah. you know, lied about uh, one more question. So I have one more no, question after the after the, the one more question. Um, we had um, uh, Michael um, Essany on here. No, not Michael uh-huh. Essany. Uh-huh. Um, Essex. Essex. Yeah, yeah I He's get those awesome. two confused. <laughs> Me but too. Uh, we had, yeah, we had Michael Essick on here and, we were nice. talking about sometimes a design 
um, needs to be on, you know, one color and that's it or two, yeah. you know, and, and so sure. would, would you recommend that in tier 10 or 25 or should they just give you as many yeah. colors as they can to, to try to maximize the chance of a sale or does that take away from the chance of a sale? Do you think? I think put it on as many colors as your design looks good in. So okay. if you look, mm -hmm. you have to look at it and see, like, if it doesn't look good on blue, don't pick blue just because you need 10 colors. So, mm -hmm. like, put it on put it on the colors that it works good in. If you can't see the text on the, the color shirt, don't pick that color. <laughs> so, right. yeah, it, it can work with one. Obviously, like, um, Valentine's Day is a great example um, mm -hmm. for you might want to just do it on red, you know. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it just depends on the design, I think. Okay. Good, good tip. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. One more, because uh, I'm yeah, let's do it. Also man. a liar. I'm ready. I'm also a liar. <laughs> uh, no, we uh, had our research team. <laughs> our research yeah. team uh, is me. Uh, we don't have a research team. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Go research. Uh, anyway, my question is for you, sir. Is mm -hmm. this the the tea that you were talking about? Or cafe press. <laughs> Because I'm dying to know it's processing. Is that it? Oh, is that ramen? I mean, it, that is ramen. It looked just like that. If it says Detour Designables, that that was my shop back in the day. So we went from Detour Designables to Detour Shirt. So look okay. at the shop name. But it it looks it looked exactly like that. Yeah. Exactly, like that is that? so okay. funny. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was I was curious to know whether or not. Uh, yeah. That was it, but that's hilarious. I love yeah. that. I, love that. <laughs> I think it right. sold actually. Yeah. Did it? Oh, that's good. Yeah, it did. The thing I learned back in the day in Cafe Press that, man, I hope everybody knows is don't do trademark stuff. Don't do copyrighted <laughs> yeah. stuff. Like back in the day, I figured this out, but I didn't know. So um, this is another show that came out back. It was Heroes back on NBC. I don't know. Oh, if yeah. you know that yeah, show. yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, I knew when that came out, the, the phrase that was, it says, save the cheerleader, save the world. Like mm -hmm. I saw that and I just threw it on a t-shirt uh, and oops. it got a ton of sales. Like I made, I, I made a lot yeah. of money on it. And then after a while, they're like, uh-uh, no, you, you can't do that. Like, oh, no. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I, I got in big trouble for it. But after that, I learned my lesson. Like, hey, like things are copyrighted and trademarked. Like don't do music, don't do TV shows. Yeah. Like, you got to have a license mm -hmm. for that. And I, I didn't, um, they did have a license for law. So I, I was able to do. Yeah. You were stuff, good on but, that one. Um, good. Yeah. They didn't for heroes. That's, you, that's, go ahead. that's just something that, I mean, it's such a hard, um, it's, it's a hard line to find for a lot of people because they're like, yeah. I'm making so much money or they say yeah. everyone else is doing it. Yeah. And it's true. There are a lot of people that are, yeah. that are walking that line and, far over that line in a lot of cases, but don't risk your freaking merch by Amazon account or whatever no. account, you know, whatever. Don't kill the it's golden goose. What are you doing? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you, you couldn't have said it better. Don't kill the golden goose, you know, for a quick buck, you know, right. don't steal one egg when you can have the goose that lays, you know, hundreds of eggs over yeah. time. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to go to a segment. These are questions that we ask all of our guests um, all right. here on the Print on Demand cast. It's a set of questions. Awesome. We'll pick three out of the, the list to ask you. And so uh, with that being said, if you haven't noticed by now, we like ridiculous bumpers to everything that we do. Please. So, this is awesome. Speaking uh, of trademark infringement. Yeah. Brace yourself. <laughs> Can't wait. Yes. <laughs> brace yourself because here comes the magic questions. That's beautiful. Yep. Yeah. See? Yeah. It inspires you, doesn't it? The t-shirts on top of all the turrets on the yeah. castle. What, what, yeah. what the listeners don't see, what the, what the listeners didn't see is Juno wiping tears from his eyes before he had to come back on camera. Yeah. And get, uh... <laughs> got, got me right here. I feel it. Right, right where it counts. Yes. Every time. Yeah. So um, 
Travis, why don't you go ahead and, and take one of the first magic questions? Okay, we always we always ask this one at the end, um, but if you had to start all over, you oh. lost all of your current contacts, you didn't have any accounts, you were on tier 10, um, you know, maybe you got in, but you know, you didn't have what would what is the first thing that you would do to get back to where you are today in print on demand? Wow. Um, well, after after you cried yourself to sleep that night, <laughs> <laughs> had to start all over. Um, yep. I would do the same thing that I preach. Like I, I would definitely do the research, find out what's going on. I would probably use social media. Um, I do have Instagram and things. YouTube. I would like YouTube is very powerful. Like mm, yeah. uh, you can reach a lot of people. You know, I'm talking to people on YouTube. So like. <laughs> Um, yeah, I would use that. Maybe go out and try and design for people on YouTube. Like hmm. I'm thinking of actually doing oh, wow. that. If I have to, good idea. like I'll design for you and then, you know, tell your friends or maybe for your family, what can I do? Like find yeah. bigger, bigger, um, groups like that, that would buy 10 at a time or five at a time or, or something like that. So, um, I haven't tried and I've heard this on other people where they go out to like businesses or restaurants and things like that and kind of kind of set up a deal. Not exactly how how that would work, but, you know, you could you could get some people to buy for a family group or, um, you know, maybe a church group or, or something like that um, to buy mm -hmm. T-shirts online for you. So mm -hmm. I'll go with that. I'll go big. Try and try and do, get, get some big sales right up front because you need that to get out of the tier. Anyway, right. maybe buy 10 shirts myself and try and give them away to people or something like that. Yeah, I, I actually bought myself out of tier 10 when I was yeah. back in the day for that very reason. Um, yeah, it was a little easier to make sales back at the beginning of Merch by Amazon than it is today. Yes. Um, for sure. You know, full full disclosure, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Competition is right, a I, lot higher. Yeah. Your question, bro. Alrighty. So uh, throughout your career in, in print on demand, um, how important has have mentoring relationships been and training? Like, do you have anybody out there that has been a mentor to you or that has offered advice and kind of helped you get to where you are now? Yeah, absolutely. So um, in the beginning, like I said, when I first started um, Merch Bandit, in fact, um, because I made some connections in Cafe Press, that's how I found out about Merch by Amazon. So I was, I was doing pretty well in Cafe Press, you know, they don't have the tier system, but I was up there with, uh, I knew a lot of the people that were doing it for a long time back in 2005. There was actually a conference um, for Cafe mm -hmm. Press that I went to and networked oh, with wow. a lot of people. And um, when Merch by Amazon came out, uh, someone from the Cafe Press community reached out to me and said, hey, you got to try this Merch by Amazon thing. It's, huh. it's going crazy. It's like Cafe Press back in the day. I'm like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And man, thank you for him because that that it was awesome, changed my life. Um, but when I was in Merch by Amazon, like I said before, I, I looked on YouTube, and like I said, YouTube's a gold mine. There were a lot of people um, that probably aren't doing um, Merch by Amazon right now, but they were back in the day, and they were really yeah. helpful um, and telling telling me all the different tips and things. And that's when I got the idea of kind of calculating i like doing these lists and doing the math and i figured out you know by what i was selling at the time uh in the lower tiers i kind of calculated how much i needed to um design and upload to get i, I really wanted five thousand dollars a month and i was like i'm gonna get this and this is how long it's gonna take i made a road map and said and i think what i said is i needed ten thousand uploads to get to mm. five thousand that's what i figured for the math it's, okay. it's actually, you know, 20 times that much because <laughs> you need like 200,000. 200, but at the time, that's what I thought. So I kept pushing. I, in the beginning, man, I was I was a lot more, um, I don't know, madman's the right word, but I, I, I <laughs> stayed up late and, and did as much as I could. I, I maxed out my uh, uploads every every day as much as I could mm. until I reached about a, I don't know, 50 I, I probably couldn't do more than 50 design uploads at the time because you didn't have all the marketplaces and all of this stuff before. Right. Sure. So, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So mentoring back to your question, it, it really helps. Like if you can learn from somebody who's already done it 
like you can get that much further ahead a lot faster. Mm. And so I, I've actually reached out and I, you know, I've met RJ first at the conference at the merch conference in Seattle. Um, mm -hmm. He didn't know me at the time. And I, um, you know, we've started doing videos together and stuff. And then I reached out to people in the merch community are awesome. I, I watched mm. Shimmy and Ryan Hogue on YouTube way before I actually reached out to them and did videos with them. And so yeah. people are so nice, uh, uh, like you guys as well. So, um, yeah, just reach out, ask. Um, you know, you'd yeah. be surprised how much free free information you can get from totally. people who just want to sure. help. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's the whole – we've talked about this a million times on the show. That's the whole reason we started this show is because um, – I'm an avid podcast listener, as is Josiah, and there really wasn't. There's was a lot of a lot of YouTube content, but there wasn't a lot of podcasts that were dedicated to it. And so we decided yeah. to do this just because we we wished that it would have been there when we had started. And and yeah. so it's been really fun, kind of trying yeah. to cultivate a group on you know Facebook and just put information out there for people and answer yeah. questions and all of that. And um, so, but yes, every person that we've reached out to in the print on demand community has been just very, uh, very kind and very open and willing to come on the show or, or, you know, share mm -hmm. advice or all of that stuff. It's been, it's been very cool yeah. to your point. So, yeah. Um, great community. Yeah. Let's do, let, let me do one last question uh, yep. before we let you go, Juna. So oh, man. Put, on, Love it. put on your little, you know, turban and uh, <laughs> peer into your crystal ball <laughs> and tell us what you think the future of print on demand is so look well, five years I ahead hope, five years 10 years whatever you want what's yeah. the future my hope is and this is a pie in the sky my hope is that we can figure out a way to validate um people's designs like there's so much copycatting going on right now mm -hmm. um in merch panel all, all etsy has it everybody has yep. it yep. Uh, just because it's so easy right to, to take someone's design and put it up and sell it as your own. I mm -hmm. hope that we can use the blockchain or some, some kind of thing mm -hmm. that we can validate. Like I put it up first. This is my design everywhere. Like no one else yeah. can use it. If they do automatic takedown, whatever it is, I hope that it goes that way because that would be really nice for the designers as well as, you yeah. know, make it feel a lot safer. Um, I hope a lot more, uh, marketplaces open up a lot more colors, just a lot more opportunity to to do that. I love that um, Merch by Amazon just announced that you can upload a design and kind of scale it like you do on Redbubble. Smart. Mm. Um, that's just going to save a lot of time and heartache because, um, you know, there's sometimes I upload stuff and like, oh, no, that was too big. And now, <laughs> now what do I do? And now it's waiting yeah. in the thing for the review and I, I can't take it off. And mm -hmm. um, I hope there's a lot more of that kind of stuff where we're, we're listening to the, the um, actual POD sites take some initiative and listen to, you know, people like us who have been in the community um, and listen to those kind of suggestions. Like there's some simple things that they could do and they could really stop a lot of the copycatting going on by taking down people um, and, you know, that kind of stuff. So I, I hope it, it just gets better. Um, competition. I think as as we do these things and sure. and talk about how well print on demand is and as people learn that competition is just going to get higher and higher it's going to get harder but I I still think it's a, a great place like we're going to start we're going to wear t-shirts for a long time I don't think t-shirts right. are going to go anywhere <laughs> um, but yeah so it's it's going to be great I think it, it's going to you're going to see some other niche shop but I think uh it's going to be hard to be, beat Amazon though like you're gonna have to make a really good case for, I, as far as um, as far as traffic, organic traffic, it's gonna be hard to beat sure. Amazon. But uh, if you do your own stuff like Shopify and things like that, of course you can drive your own traffic, and that's a, a totally different thing. But uh, yeah, future yeah. future of print on demand could be could be really awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> absolutely. Well, Juna, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule yeah. to, to sit down with us, man. It was great uh, getting to talk to you. And I think there's plenty of 
of uh, like Travis has said, nuggets here that people can can latch onto and pieces of mm -hmm. advice for people who are just kind mm -hmm. of venturing into this adventure of print on demand. Yeah. Uh, and even fun. those that have been in, in the industry for a while, um, it was, was really good to talk to you, man. So thank you for, for taking the time. Before we let you go though, uh, yes. please tell everybody everywhere oh. that they can find you. Uh, <laughs> YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Wow. Where can they yeah. find you? Where can they follow you? How can they reach out and uh, glean some more from, from your knowledge? Nice. Uh, so uh, I started Instagram back in 2017, right around the time I did Merch for Amazon. It, it's taken off, uh, like you mentioned in the intro. So I, I look at my DMs um, pretty frequently and, and the comments there. Um, I'm on YouTube a lot, so you can see Detour shirts there. I, I answer every single comment. So if you want to leave a comment there, I, I look at them. If you have a question, I'll put it there and I'll try and answer them. Uh, I check my Facebook group. Um, you're all invited. Facebook group, Detour Shirt, same name. Uh, you do have to follow the rules, though. So look at those rules really carefully, <laughs> and then um, then you can. I'll let you in. Um, but great community there. Like I, I don't know everything there is for print on demand, but luckily there's the group. So when I, I like to use this, uh, if people ask me a question that I don't know, and it happens a lot, I'm like, go to my group. There's a lot more people there. I'm yeah. sure somebody there can answer. <laughs> in the group because i i don't know especially like um other countries and paying and all, all this stuff i'm like i don't use pay on near mm. I, I don't know sorry yeah. i don't know how to do that with the, if you don't have paypal or signing up and stuff like that so yeah yeah um those are my main places um you can i'm i'm pretty active on those um every day so uh, if i don't get with you with you within the day and you know i'm either on vacation or not looking but pretty pretty much i'm looking at that every day so awesome that's cool, man. You're a yeah. you're a machine. You got a full time job, and <laughs> I love all these social channels and making all yeah. these shirts. And you're just doing it. Yeah. You're just burning the candle at both ends, brother. Yeah, it's spinning plates. <laughs> it's spinning. You got to spin this one. Yeah, it's like it. Yep. To the keeping everything spinning and like oh no, one fell. No, that's awesome. We're we're super thankful that you took time out of your schedule. And, of course. Uh, this do... is awesome. I'll do it again. Yeah, yes. we'd love yeah, to have I mean, you again. Yeah. We'd love to. Wherever we are, we always talk about this mythic idea of doing a POD cast get together at some point, but we'd love to meet you in <laughs> yeah. person and, and hang out. And, and uh, yeah, yeah man, where are you guys be, at? It'd be a lot of fun. We are in Colorado, actually. So we're. Oh, in, that's right. In, we're yeah, right yeah. next door. I'm in Utah. Yeah, you're in Utah. Oh, okay. You're just over the, over the mountains. Yeah. 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 Me and <laughs> I don't we know if there's nothing. It. There's probably nothing in, in the middle. We can... <laughs> Leadville. We will yeah. calculate exactly in the middle, and we'll have to bring our own beer. But <laughs> I don't know if there's going to be a bar there. But we'll have a little yeah. uh, picnic of sorts, yeah, some kind of clandestine <laughs> meeting. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. We look forward to uh, to chatting again soon. Of course. Thanks for having me, guys. It's been a pleasure. Another big thank you to Juna for taking time out of his schedule. Like you said, Travis, the man's a machine. He, he is. just keeps going. He's got a full-time job. He's got tens of thousands of people wanting to know what content he's going to post on his, mm -hmm. on his social media channels. He's in high demand, and he took, the, he took the time to come on the Print On Demand podcast and chat with us and kind of uh, give some tips to our listeners. So uh, now that the interview is over, I will say it's actually pretty cool that he's got a shirt signed by the cast of Lost that he designed yeah. that won a contest. If you're not watching on YouTube or on Spotify, because we have video on Spotify now, if you're not watching on one of those platforms, uh, be sure to check it out because he does. He shows us. He's got it framed uh, behind him. Uh, the shirt that won a Lost contest. I, yeah. I am so – I, I want to do – a thing where you know maybe we have him back on for a bonus episode and we kind of pull up shirt designs and we have a bracket tournament we've talked about bonus episodes a lot <laughs> travis and i offline about brackets and tournament style but to have him kind of weigh in on like good t-shirt bad t-shirt mm. you know pick the the t-shirt design champion of that round whatever it'd be a lot of fun because i feel like yeah. he's got a lot of cool insight on what does make a good t-shirt design that would be a lot of fun. I would totally be down for that. We've talked about, yes, everyone knows we've talked about bonus content. <laughs> and I promise, you know, one day we're just going to, it'll be like 
like a three minute thing that we put in the podcast feed. That's like, Hey, this is bonus content. And Bye-bye. we like wave our hands and yeah. run around the office and then that's it. And that, then we say, Hey, we've done bonus content. Yeah. Um, it'll be nothing of what we planned. <laughs> uh, it'll just but, be the bonus but it will, content. It will have been done. I think is the most important yeah. thing here, but um, no, I, I really enjoyed Juna. I, I really had a good time, you know, like you said, after the actual episode um he just he was giving us tips and you know how to get you know a better or a bigger audience and how to expand our reach kind of with the print on demand cast which is just really cool because he doesn't have to do any of that he you know that's not um he's got his audience he he was just genuinely wanting to help us and we were talking about how kind everybody is in the in the print on demand world and um you know, June is kind of the poster child for that. So it was really cool having him from yep. um, June from Detour shirts on. I loved his answer to the the uh, crystal ball question. The you know, what's the future of print on demand, and how yeah. he was talking about maybe someday we could be on the blockchain. You know, these designs can it's right. Like, wow, that's that's really really cool and um, probably not too crazy, honestly. Well, I mean, know? no, because I mean, NFTs all deal with blockchain from exactly. what little I understand of them. And we have, we've had a point of interest about NFTs. Like, mm-hmm. uh, but if that is part of that process or that technology or, or whatever, uh, I feel like it wouldn't be too far of a stretch to try and implement that into the uploading process on right. various print-on-demand sites. Mm-hmm. So that you can know, like he said, verify designs. So people aren't just pirating your stuff. Um, you know, that it seems like a logical solution or that are the, or the best solution that I've heard yeah, exactly. to solve that problem. Exactly. I've never heard anybody talk about the blockchain. And when he said that, I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, genius. Because yeah. we've had Ken Real talking about copyright on here. You know, all of these guys, uh, Michael Essick was talking about it. We've talked to a lot of people in the print on demand world and copycatting is a big, big deal. And yep. yeah, when he said, you know, blockchain, I was like, well, duh. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that was a great one. So I appreciated yeah. that. Yeah. You know, overall, just, just a great guest. And, um, oh, yeah. you know, maybe we could have him on someday. Uh, bonus content or not. <laughs> sure. Just have him back uh, on. I mean, just have it back on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's definitely, as we've progressed in the podcast, there's been, some there's there's people that we have on the show that the interviews just kind of fly by right and mm-hmm. I, I looked at the timer as we were recording and at first it was 20 minutes and i was like man we're almost through all of the questions here like i don't know what how long is this interview going to be mm-hmm. and then just organically the conversation because he's just he's very easy to talk to he's very yeah. conversational himself i mean the interview itself is about 42 minutes so um yeah, I loved it, and uh, I'm excited to have him back on, and hopefully one day be able to to have him, you know, in studio or, or connect with him in person. And that would be yeah, a lot, a lot of fun. So, um, thank you guys, though, the listeners, for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you have any questions for Juno, you can reach out to him. We're going to put the links to all of his social media um, in the show notes, as always, to make it easy mm-hmm. for you to ac- have access to him to ask him questions. If you have questions for us, you know that there's two ways to do that. You can email us at info at printondemandcast.com or you can join the Facebook group, which the link right now isn't pretty. Uh, and I only say that because pretty links is what we use to actually make it all very pretty, which is why it's called pretty links. I digress. The link right now is facebook.com slash groups slash cast, And you can uh, get in touch with us. Get in touch with us there. Join the community. Join the conversation. Ask questions. Uh, mm-hmm. We're excited to see that group continue to grow and expand. And as always, if you're wherever you're listening to your podcasts, the POD cast is there for you. And you guys mm-hmm. know what I'm going to ask you. Let's say it all together. If you're listening on the Apple Podcast app, leave, <laughs> leave us a five-star review. Did we all say it together in unison? I hope so, because it's been 79 episodes of the same song. So, um, <laughs> no, seriously, leave us a five-star review uh, on Apple. It helps the algorithms. You can rate us on Spotify as well, and we have video on Spotify. So, mm-hmm. if you don't want to go on the YouTubes, you can listen to us on the Spotify's. Uh, and so, it's nice. You know, I, I have a couple of podcasts that have video on Spotify, and I can mm-hmm. watch them on the go. I can turn my phone on to sleep and the audio keeps playing and it's very, very nice. So uh, we have that feature available for you as well. So mm-hmm. Travis, anything else before we put a bow on this and 
wrap it up. I just want to say, hey, um, you should check out our Instagram page too, which is just yes. Instagram.com slash print on demand. Print on demand cast. Yes. Yeah. I just posted a little snippet here, a little picture of the recording session that is going on. And and you can kind of see the behind the scenes, what it looks like on the other side of the camera, the microphone, the ring light, all of that, you know, is there. So uh, but be sure to follow us there um, because we're going to be adding more content there as it continues to grow. So for Travis, I am Josiah, and thank you guys so much. We'll see you right here next time on the Print on Demand cast. See ya. Hey, babe, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Print on Demand cast. We hope you enjoyed the Totally Tubular show. If you got a question or a suggestion for the show, send Travis and Josiah an email at info at printondemandcast.com. Want to be wicked nice? Take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe now so you don't miss next week's episode. See you next time for sure.